Welcome to the On Stage with Wellness podcast. I'm Danny, And I'm Gina. We are performers turned certified health coaches who help artists reclaim their power and take intentional action in their life. Are you a performer who is tired of feeling burnt out, not good enough, and like you don't have control over your career? Get ready to feel energized, confident, and fully in charge of you on and off the stage. Tune in each week to get holistic lifestyle and nutrition tips for a sustainable career as a performer, our own inspirational stories and experiences, as well as our guests, and practical tools to handle rejection, competition, and perfectionism in the industry. And now, on with the show. Hey, everyone. It's Danny and Gina back with another episode of On Stage with Wellness. You're I was so sure cute. You were say your name. <laughs> you can say my name anytime. I love a good intro for oh, me. Oh, good. <laughs> so this is our second episode of 2021. Wowzers. Um, and or our second individual episode, I should correct, say. Correct. But we wanted to chat today about movement because mm-hmm. we know that the New Year's is always like a huge time of year when everyone like sets their movement goals and is like committed to working out, moving their body, getting fit, et cetera, et cetera. So, and you know, as a fitness professional, I see a huge spike in people coming to the studio in mm-hmm. January. Um, so that's obviously this year is different because our <laughs> studio is not open, sadly, but you know, I think that still there might still be that energy around working out fitness mm. um, at the start of a new year. So completely, we wanted to talk about that, and we really want to talk today about how to maybe approach fitness, um, kind of maybe reframing our mindset around a few things, and focusing on balance, kind of yes. getting a well-rounded balance. Um, uh, physical, I was going to say physical education, physical, <laughs> physical You could have physical education. Yeah. I mean, we all did at one point. So, <laughs> <laughs> but just getting that overall balance so that your mm-hmm. body and is well balanced in terms of just like physical strength and, um, all that jazz. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. Yeah. I think, um, remember when the quarantine happened and like suddenly everybody rode bikes? yes that just killed me so much I was like okay you haven't gotten on a bike in like who knows like 10 years to get out literally and and like you know Mm -hmm. New York probably everyone no one wanted to ride the subway so it was like how can I like get out of my house and like right or like people were running who had never ran before Mm -hmm. and like us correct (laughs) but like I kind of (laughs) When you said, you know, reframe fitness goals, that's what I thought of is people Mm. just had this idea of what they should be doing during the quarantine and they just did what everybody else was doing as opposed to like actually looking at what they needed um, for their own body and maybe taking it slow and not going diving straight into getting on a bike (laughs) or running. Um, So that is super, super important to think about. And I think think people were also just like anxious and stressed. Correct. Needed to find something to do. Correct. You know, but I also think at the beginning of the year, you know, everybody goes so hard into their fitness goals. And if you have not worked out in months, like that is not what you should be doing. (laughs) Right. So just going to let you guys know that you need to do what works for you. And just because it's the beginning of the year, we said in our last episode does not mean you need to go like super, super, super hard after not doing anything. 
go slow, do what works for you. And we'll talk about a few more, um, methods of doing that. But yeah, just want to preface that this is not the time to like exert so much energy after not having done anything for months. So just be careful. Yeah. And I think for performers, especially who are used to going really hard, I know Mm -hmm. for dancers, like we're used to, you know, performing every day, dancing every day, being Mm -hmm. very physically active every day. And then going from that to not being active for Mm -hmm. so long and then thinking, oh, I'll be fine if I just just do an insanity plan. No, (laughs) I'll do ballet every day. Like, no, maybe not. Maybe like Mm -hmm. ease yourself into it and focus on regaining your strength, Mm -hmm. regaining your flexibility and regaining your mobility. So you have to take it slow and like set like kind of small achievable action steps that are realistic for you. Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, So with performing, um, I know when I was uh, performing all the time on the ship, a big part of um, working out for me was making sure that I was cross training and lifting weights as well as stretching. So doing multiple workouts, multiple activities, not just doing one type all the time. Um, that is very important. Um, you want to rebuild your strength, um, and make sure to maintain your flexibility, um, and your joints, both are very important. You can't have one without the other. So making sure you're really balancing out both of those things. Um, And we want to definitely highlight, especially what we just said about like making sure you're reframing your fitness goals, just making sure that you're not solely focused on your outward appearance, your aesthetics, the body that you want to get back after (laughs) after COVID. Cause you know, we all are feeling it right now. We all are a little bit like mushier than what we want to (laughs) be, but it's, it's just the nature of us having to be inside and just giving ourselves some grace, uh, for that and going slow into our goals is so important. Um, not just having the goals of like, I need to have my body look a certain way as a performer. Um, instead saying, you know, what do I need to work on? What do I need to cross train to get those skills back of those long performance days or those long rehearsal days? I know those are very tough days and you want to be able to work out in the gym or work out at home, wherever you work out and be able to gain that strength and that stamina back and not necessarily focusing on what your stomach looks like. Mm-hmm. I think the word that comes to my mind too is stabil- uh, sustainability. Yes. Like finding, um, like focusing on workouts that are going to be sustainable mm-hmm. for you. Yes. Um, so that you can sustain long and rigorous shows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even though you're not going to be performing like tomorrow, you want to get to a place where like you will be able to mm-hmm. come whenever theaters do open, whenever mm-hmm. auditions, you know, in person start happening again, like yeah. slowly build your body back up. Mm-hmm. You know, in 2021 is a great year to do that. Like, you know, vaccine is coming out. People are going to be getting more um, out and about, you know, slowly this whole year. So mm-hmm. You know, it it would be a great goal to mm-hmm. kind of get your body back to um, a place where you feel strong, not yeah. necessarily a place where you look like really skinny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you mentioned the word sustainability because I wrote a, 
a blog post a while ago about what I was doing in between contracts Mm, that was not working for me. And one of them was that I would go hard on the ship working out every, you know, doing the shows all the time. I was absolutely exhausted. And then I got off the ship and didn't want to do anything. And that is not what we're talking about. We're talking about making sure that you have a workout plan. Maybe it changes when you get off the ship, but you still do something. You don't just stop everything. You want to be able to maintain that because as soon as I went back on a contract, I felt so stiff. I felt like I didn't have, you know, the stamina that I used to when I got off the ship. And that was only two months. So I can't even imagine what people are going through right now. So being able to create a routine for yourself where you can maintain those movements and maintain that, um, that flexibility and strength while you're off contracts or while the industry is just non-existent, (laughs) whatever. I think, um, both, both scenarios are definitely realistic right now. hundred percent. And so moving kind of into the next point, if you are in a place where you're like, okay, I know I need to move my body, but I'm not really sure what I want to do. And you're looking around at everyone else and you're like, well, they're doing this, they're doing this. you know, and nothing's really feeling like you're not excited about it, there are ways to kind of, you know, figure out what's going to work for you, right? So we have some thoughts and suggestions. You know, one thing you could ask yourself is what did you like to do as a kid? Like, Mm. did you like to play outside? Did you, I mean, you know, depending on where you live, that might not be realistic for you at the moment, (laughs) but, you know, what did you, did you like to bike? You know, maybe maybe you hated biking. Why are you biking then? You know, Mm -hmm. so we just think, did you like to dance? You know, obviously. Mine is totally dancing. You know, but maybe, maybe just kind of like getting your body and like, um, you know, turning on some music and just moving around and improvising and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, that could be a great way to just like start to move your body again. Mm -hmm. Jumping on a trampoline. That's what I thought about. Jumping on a trampoline. Oh my God. There are trampoline parks. Oh, cool. Like inside. Oh yeah. Gosh. I've never, never knew that. I mean, that could be a good like segue from I jumped on a trampoline as a kid and like, yeah. this is a new workout. <laughs> and then you could kind of like jump on this um, surface that probably is better than like j- doing your, your petite leg row and your jumps on like a hard floor, <laughs> like at home, you can like rebuild the strength in your ankles. Yeah. Um, on a trampoline. That's really cool. What a great idea. So go buy a trampoline, guys. Uh, (laughs) All I think about is the 80s when you say that. Like those little baby ones. (laughs) I always want a trampoline in my backyard. My parents never let me get one because they're like, it's dangerous, you know, but but then I would just like go to my friend's house and jump on her trampoline. So like they maybe should have just gotten me one, but whatever, it's fine. (laughs) Anyway. Not bitter. Never Um, (laughs) But really, you know, basically like, you know, listen to your body. Um, you know, what is it craving? Um, you know, what, what's kind of personality type do you have? Do you like being around people? Do you like being alone? Do you like being inside or outside? You know, what are, you know, what time of day works for you to work out morning or night? You know, just asking yourself these questions, what is Mm. convenient for you? Because if you, found a yoga studio, but it's like an hour away, you're probably not going to go to it. So like try to think about your convenient level and also what your comfort level is Mm. because we're in a time period right now where maybe you aren't comfortable going to a studio. Okay. So then you have to figure out, you know, what's a good workout that you can do at home. Mm -hmm. So, And some um, people don't have a lot of time too. It's like, what can I do, mm -hmm. you know, in this period of time that is most effective? And for me, when I was super busy, I was like, 
20 minute workouts. Exactly. Let's do this. 20 and minutes. Fine. I think there's this like misconception that it has to be like an mm-hmm. hour. I have to get my hour workout in. Yeah. But- if all you have time for is 20 minutes, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, like mm-hmm. do it, like move your body. Yeah. Or like I know a lot of people are studying right now when you're reading your book for class or when you're writing something out, maybe you're in a straddle stretch, maybe you're in a mm-hmm. side stretch. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're you standing know. up instead of sitting at your desk. You get a standing yeah, desk and exactly. you're like moving around more. Mm-hmm. So Some calf raises, like make it work for you and, you know, get it in when you can. Yeah. hundred cool. percent. And along the line of balance, you know, figuring out, listening to your body, figuring out what you're craving. Most of the time, what we're craving is something that we're not doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it goes back to the old, old uh, saying of yin and yang. I mean, not that, you know, the yin yang sign, but um, yin and yang is an old, old term in um, Chinese medicine for balance. And, um, a lot of yin activities are yin is more feminine. Yin is more calm and more relaxing and more, um, inner reflection and yang is more masculine energy. It's, um, it's really active. It's really, um, not aggressive, I would say, but it's, it's just more intense. Yeah. Intense. I would say, yeah, 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 exactly. Not just an exercise, just, I mean, that relates to food that relates to people that Mm -hmm. relates to personality, you know, all sorts of things. Um, so balancing out those two energies is so important. Um, yin workouts could be, you know, stretching yoga, uh, moments of recovery, those are great yin activities. Yang activities are more cross training, they're running, um, orange theory, things like that, things that are going to get your blood pumping a lot. Um, so being able to have both of those during your week, even in a day or even in a workout, I know some workouts are yang at moments and yin at moments. Um, so being able to really balance that out, I know um, all I think about when I when I say this is yang, uh, sorry, football is so yang. It's so aggressive, masculine, so push and shove and very, um, intense. And a lot of those athletes are recommended that they do yoga because they don't have enough yin activities in their life. So being able to balance it out is so important. Yeah. And Um, I also want to add that as a female, you're, cyclical, your, I'm not cyclical, your cycle, your female hormonal cycle mm-hmm. also can determine whether you do like yang or yin exercises. Mm, so good point. Focusing like at the beginning of your cycle, the beginning before, you know, the, um, what's it called? Your follicular and mm-hmm. luteal phases or your, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, your follicular, follicular, Oh my God, I can't say it. <laughs> Follicular. Follicular and ovulatory <laughs> phases. That was very embarrassing, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> keep going. You're good. Those you might want to focus on more yang exercises, more cardio, mm-hmm. um, high intensity. Um, and then when you get into your luteal and your, um, menstrual. your menstrual phase, mm-hmm. that's when you want to focus more on like the yin, like the yoga, yes. the stretching, the lighter activities. So mm-hmm. that's a great um, kind of reference to look at and to follow, mm-hmm. like no kind of pay attention to your cycle and do movement that corresponds to that. Totally. So all these things we've listed, like, mm-hmm. you know, looking at cross training and maintaining mobility and strength for performances, but also looking at your cycle. What are you craving? Exactly. Looking at your personality. Like there's so many things so many involved factors. and so 
personal to you. That's why, I mean, (laughs) for me, I do not like workout plans that are created for me because they just don't make any sense. You know, I am my own individual person. I, there's a lot of factors involved. Yeah. As we just said, there's a lot of factors that we look at when we're trying to figure out how we want to move our bodies. And it's not just one way or the highway, kind of like with diets, we've talked a lot about that too. And just know that like one workout is going to work for somebody and it's not going to work for others. And that's okay. Um, So definitely being able to recognize that and cater your plan to you. And even if it's something simple, like a, you know, a simple workout, make sure to move your body every day. It doesn't have to be quote unquote working out, Um, but just adding in little movements. um, I know you had some great ideas, Danny. Um, Yeah. Well, I was also going to say like, you know, trying to fit in someone else's workout plan into yes. your life, it's not, it's not, not going to be sustainable. Mm-mm. It's not going to be sustainable at all. So like you have to really find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. So we're very much on the same page in that, you know, we, we encourage our clients to ask themselves what kind of movement they want instead of telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. So, and as Gina said, like adding in movement into your everyday life, you know, for example, yes. You could, you know, get off the bus or the subway or whatever, or park your car further away so that you have to walk to your destination more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe walking up and down the stairs more instead of taking an elevator or, mm-hmm. you know, just simple things, you know, getting outside, gardening or whatever, but find ways to move your body. And just mm-hmm. honestly, a simple walk, you know, a 20, 30 minute walk is mm-hmm really, really good for you. And Mm -hmm. it's just going to help. So, or get a pet. Like that is a great way to just such a great excuse, put in movement into your life, like right away. Exactly. So, you know, obviously look at yourself and your own goals. Like if your goal is to get your body back in shape for performing, you want to be really strong, you know, your goals might be different than somebody who just wants to start moving their body again or, you know, but just kind of take it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, well, on that note, <laughs> we are going to highlight a review. Uh, this is something we did um, last year and we kind of fell out of touch with it around the holidays just because hashtag holidays. Um, <laughs> so we're trying to instill it a little bit more into our episodes again. Um, and if you have not, um, wrote us a review. We encourage you to, and we will hopefully highlight you on this podcast. Um, So with this one comes from Tiny Dansus. I love that name. Um, The topic or the title is timely and needed in our industry. (laughs) So sweet. sweet. Gina and Danny do a spectacular job of bringing to light the true aspects of the behind the scenes of performing that can make or break our careers and gives us the most fruitful life and career possible. It is feeling and liberating that these two women share their stories and how the industry has affected them both positively and negatively. Anne interviewed a range of of successful people in the industry that share their stories and vulnerability. 
This podcast is for anyone that needs hope in this time of COVID-19. This is so funny because this was written in April and we're still dealing with this and how to truly find your voice by finding yourself and taking care of yourself both on and off the stage. I love that every episode ends with what does holistic health mean to you and what do you wish you could change about the industry? A must listen for current and aspiring performers. Ah, thank you so much. Tiny dances. You are amazing. Yeah. Any review really just helps us continue to grow the podcast. So we are so excited for that. Incredible. So um, we also just wanted to share that um, we have a freebie, a meal planning guide. Mm. Um, So if you do write us a review, you can also email us the review and we'll send you a um, a free meal planning guide. So this is also maybe a great tool that you can look at uh, with your movement goals for 2021. Um, It's just kind of a guide we just talk about. um, We just kind of show how to maybe structure your meals Mm -hmm. in a sustainable way, and we just give you some ideas. So if you're looking for some new inspiration for your meals, um, hit uh, hit us up. Shout yeah. us, shout, give us a shout out <laughs> and uh, let us know and we'll send you the freebie. Mm. And it's a guide. It's not a plan. Exactly. So for we a reason. Plans. <laughs> we don't do plans. As we said. <laughs> do you know, what's your favorite type of workout? What are your favorite yin and yang workouts? Mm. I would say yin workouts. I always go back to yoga. I loved yoga when I was going to AMDA because, well, first I had never done yoga and then went to AMDA and we had a voice and speech class and in our voice and speech class, we were doing yoga. I was very confused. Um, In our acting class, we were doing yoga and I was like, what is this? But it actually helps open up the body and open up the voice so much. Mm. So I fell in love with it. And then on the ship, I wasn't really doing it as much because there obviously we couldn't go to classes or wasn't really, I didn't feel knowledgeable, quote unquote, enough to like go through a routine myself. Um, But once I got off the ship, I just became obsessed with it. When I turned 30, I noticed that it made a huge difference in my body, like how I felt um, in my joints and my mobility and just calmness. I mean, just such a difference for me. So yoga is my number one yin, I would say. Loves. Um, Yang. Oh man, that's so hard. I know. That's so hard. I will say I really yang people. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I mean, obviously I love, um, any sort of, I think the yangs that I love are like, um, 20 minute or 30 minute quick hit workouts. I think hit workouts are really effective for my body because they're quick. I don't have a lot of recovery and I'm, and you can either do it with your body weight or with weights. Um, it's just very flexible, a lot of options, and there's so many resources online that are free. So I can just pop on a video and do like a 20 minute hit workout and feel good about that. And then go straight into a yin stretch, you know, Love. um, but yeah, those are my two faves. And then obviously both of us love bar, um, which, which is 
what I was going to say, which Danny, I'm sure you were going to say, um, which is a mixture of both yin and yang, which I think makes it like the perfect workout. Yeah. What about you, babe? Yeah. Well, I, I'm very similar to you, but obviously I love bar. I do bar, you know, like five days a week. I mean, um, you're an instructor as well. I'm an instructor and I have to, no, but <laughs> I obviously love it. Um, so I do feel like it is a good combo and there are certain, um, at the bar method, there are certain formats that maybe are more yin and more yang. So mm-hmm. we have bar move, which is a more cardio based class. So that's more yang. Mm-hmm. And then we have like a restore class, which is more yin. So good. So it's really well-rounded. And then we have like the classic method and express and advanced, which are probably like kind of a combo because we do a bit of, you know, really active muscle engagement exercises combined with stretching. So it's a little bit of both. Um, I also like yoga. That's definitely a great yin mm-hmm. exercise. I go in and out with yoga though. I like do it frequently for like a few months and then I stop for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's what your body's I- craving at exactly. the moment. Like when I'm craving yoga, like I go to it. So mm-hmm. um, I could probably add in more yang, but I do feel like I do like bar move every week. So I do get a bit of that cardio. Um, yeah. And definitely I focus on it at specific times of the month. I, I feel like you in general though are more yang. <laughs> I am a bit yang. So like. So that's why I need yin. Right. That's what exactly. I mean. Like you yeah. take in more yin because you're naturally yang. Yes. And see like I love yang, but I'm also naturally yin. You're so yin. <laughs> so I actually need to push my, like that is a goal that I constantly need to have is a yang workouts in my life. So I will definitely feel very lazy, very lethargic if I'm only doing yin workouts. Mm. I need that yang so much. And that's why, you know, me and you are so different with our workouts and what we need. Um, And we don't do the same plan. Exactly. Well said. (laughs) Beautiful, guys. Well, we hope you got a lot of nuggets of knowledge from this episode all about movement and just, I mean, obviously we didn't say anything specific about movement and we did that for a reason because movement <laughs> go is do so, this workout. <laughs> yeah, go do this one um, because it's just so individual to all of us. So just focusing on cross training, getting those, um, those skills back, not just for aesthetics, but for um, your like maintaining and sustainable performances you know, what are you craving? What did you do as a kid? Yin and, yin and yang exercises um, and just finding out what works for you. So I hope this episode resonated with you and have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Hey, creatives. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. We are beyond grateful for your interest and support in our conversation. We hope you'll tune in each week for fresh new content and some inspiration from wherever you are in the world. Whether you're on tour, auditioning, or in your hometown community theater, share this with your cast, friends, and anyone in the industry who could benefit from this podcast. If you like what you hear, write us a review. You can do this through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Share with us what you liked and what you want to hear more of. This will help us with our mission to support performers with their health and wellness goals. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at On Stage with Wellness. You can follow Danny at Danny Nicole Wellness and Gina at Gina Daniels Coaching. You can find all the links you need in the show notes. Until next time, performers, remember, you know enough, you have enough, and you are enough.